halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fuck it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia. Hi, I'm Jenny Tear, and this is Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. And because we've been using retinol, we all still look like we're in our 30s, right? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) You'll have to take our word for it. (laughs) I still need your hookup. Indonesia. Oh yeah, I got a I got a guy and who knows a guy in Indonesia <laughs> with, the, with the with the goods. We'll talk. I okay. I got a guy who knows a guy. Yeah, I need that. I need that hook. Classic Indonesian accent, right? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Veracity right. is really something. You must be mm. working with a coach. <laughs> On point. Um, how's everybody well, doing? Once again, I'm the only one with a warm morning drink. Beverage. Mm. I know. I have iced coffee. I could drink my champagne that's left over from last night. That's a warm morning drink. Yeah, it's a uh-huh. mimosa, just without yeah, the orange exactly. juice. Without the orange juice. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm sans uh, drink this morning. You guys what? note the metal straw. Okay. Oh. Um, re- Saving the planet. Moment of truth. Boom. So we bought metal straws and I kept on throwing them away because I'm so used to throwing the plastic ones away. That, you it's are, like muscle memory. You, because you're a useless boomer. That's it's why. true. It's true. I literally like, <laughs> and then I would throw it away and then see like half an hour later, I'd be like, oh shit, I threw that metal straw away, hoping that nobody would notice. It's just like, well, what's done is done. Yeah, as I uh, drink out of my plastic water bottle. So you remember that scene in Mad Men, mid mid show somewhere, where narrow where, it uh, down, narrow it down. I know. Do you remember that episode where yeah. um, you know the guy Jim from New York? Have you heard, have you met my have you met Jim from New York? Oh uh, yeah, okay, uh huh, sure. I used to get that all the time about Spain. Oh, you're from Spain. Do you know Pedro Gonzalez? No, actually, I know six of them. But um, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Uh huh. Um, what, what's the name of the protagonist in Mad Men? I'm blanking out. Oh, Don Draper, baby. Uh, so the Draper family goes to a nice park and they have like this idyllic picnic. He's trying to reconnect mm-hmm. with them, and then at the end, they just get up and leave and leave all of their trash. All of yeah, I remember that in the Gross. park. Uh, it is really gross. There's something uniquely depressing about litter. It is. It's a terrible habit. It says so much about you as a person. You just don't give a fuck about anybody else. I know. There's it's just one very ugly habit. It's horrid. It's also too when you go to the beach and like you, there's a cigarette butt or a or like a Budweiser can. You just feel like, you know what? Let the fucking asteroid come and just take us out. Yeah. Look it's what we've just, done to nature's beautiful bounty, know. you know? Yeah, I go to Coney Island and it's like, oh, I am standing in one huge ashtray. Great. Yeah. Like, it's just nothing but cigarette butts. I love Coney Island, by the way. No shade to Coney, okay? Yeah. But 
the beach is uh, less than pristine. Yeah. It's like an oil slick. <laughs> it's, Pretty it's, much. It's, I like Coney Island too. Like it, you know, again, no shade. Like every beach doesn't have to be like, it's so wonderful out here again this summer. <laughs> um, but Were you a Kennedy is, just now? I don't know. I couldn't really find, I was going for Catherine Hepburn. It just was like okay. generalized old lady. Got it. Um, on Martha's Vineyard or on Nantucket, one of those. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Or this, the Hamptons. I, I will say that there is kind of also socioeconomic status attached to it. I've noticed here um, on the east side of the city, which is the traditionally red line city, there's actually a magnificent park. It's very, very large. Yeah. It's not really like a Central Park kind of park with families strolling through. It's too big. And the trails are unpaved and there's roads that go through it as well. Anyway, what happens there is that people just dump like trash in volume. And I think one of the reason is including mattresses and things because at night it's very dark and dumping trash is not free. So, right. so especially when you're trying to get rid of a lot of stuff, you know, yeah. I, I know that some people are just unable to afford taking it. You can't just take it and dump it somewhere. You, you get your car gets weighed. Have you ever done this or your truck or whatever? Like at the weighed. city dump or something? Yeah, you get weighed. And then no, you I've never done this. <laughs> yeah, I did this once and I'm like, this is fascinating. You know, my car was chock full of all this crap. Weighed it. I go through. Oh, they weigh your car without. And then, or then they weigh your car after when you've emptied everything else. So they know what the difference is. Right, right, right. So, um. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. And it, it costs money. It my small car was like thirty something dollars. Right. It's interesting the um, barriers that you run into for for being poor. Oh, one hundred percent. Expected, you know, sort of things that you pay for um, because you're poor. That's interesting. Yeah, they're being uh, fined. It's, it's like Dickensian. Yeah. There's an article. I'll send it to you guys. It's uh, it was in the new, the failing New York Times. One of the be better things I've read in there, and it was about like finding the poor, and it read like something from 19th century in industrializing in England. It was horrifying, like mm. horrifying. Also, somebody made the point that the police basically see people as a revenue stream, so they're just petty infractions over complete bullshit all of the time. You know, just minor like petty nonsense and once sure. and if you're poor of course the fines accrue and accrue and if you don't pay them they get rolled into bigger and bigger penalties. then you get a warrant and, and you then get a you warrant then you go to jail problems. yes yeah. it's horrific it's one of the most depraved um elements of present society and there's lots of competition for that so hmm. you know always like to start things on a cheerful note yeah. I mean, he does want the park to be police because it should be especially with nature i really get up in arms like if yeah, i'm yeah. walking down a city street and i see some trash i don't love it but i'm like that's just cities like things fly out of windows or whatever and but in a park that's yeah it's depressing a sanctuary an escape yeah absolutely it's I, also like, I really want a surveillance state there with cameras <laughs> cameras <laughs> that know. look like i don't know they look like partridges nestled in trees <laughs> well it's interesting there i guess maybe some segment i wish i were doing it today 
we should probably, there is the whole notion of like how to get rid of waste, like the future of waste, because I think it was two years ago, China stopped accepting our recycling. Yeah. And it's been like a huge problem. They're trying to figure out where to put stuff. Also, there's, there's um, a lot of research to suggest that very little gets recycled. Yeah. Like, you know, there were some towns, even progressive towns that were pretending to recycle because but weren't because it was got too expensive. Yeah, it is. It is. And like, I I have to think of a solution for instead of like water bottles. That's not something that I ever really used to do a lot of. Um, I had like reusable yeah. water. Maybe I'll get a like filtration filtration system. But yeah, all the plastic is in the ocean. It's not I getting know. recycled. And that's super depressing. It super really depressing. is. Have you seen the incredible uh, floating trash picking up thing that somebody in Scandinavia invented? I think it's Scandinavia. It's pretty cool. I mean, you need several hundred of them to actually have an impact, but it's one of those nuggets of good news that you. Yeah, I think I've seen that or seen some version of it. Um, I think it was related to some company that ships they they sell shoes or something made out of recycled plastic and then they have these machines that so it might not have been the scandinavians but it can clear you know quite large areas i mean obviously quite large when you're speaking of the ocean is not large enough you need many 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 of these but um it can sweep for plastics but the but the the scary thing is like uh people have gone to very deep depths that are mainly unexplored in the ocean and it's also filled with plastic oh it's horrid isn't it no it really is we're filled with microplastics and it's not yeah oh it's in our food it's yeah yeah, it's so depressing the stuff about i have to say the stuff about climate environmentalism you know um turtles with straws in their nose that shit like it is so discarded okay now metal oh thanks a lot yeah uh-huh me me re- <laughs> completely responsible for the uh for the pain of the uh, the 150 year old turtle you know turtle okay but it is uniquely fucking depressing right because it just feels like you really can't do anything about it it's just really sad yeah i i hate seeing animals in any kind of pain we, we have to just revamp our entire, you know, food chain and, and just packaging. And we have to find alternatives to plastics. I mean, that is, that seems extremely pressing. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's gotta be, I've seen little things and little pockets of, oh, news item, like, oh, in Indonesia, they're just, um, wrapping everything in banana leaves like awesome i mean you know that's probably not going to scale up like for new york city that well but there's got to be alternatives that we can use i know they're working on plastics that are actually biodegradable out of cornstarch and other things um yeah but you know what, be more focus yeah you know what plastic gets made out of Oil. Oil, yeah. So now we have, you, I'm sure you caught that tidbit where this Exxon lobbyist was caught on tape by, mm-hmm. by environmentalists posing as 
some U.S. agency. And he's like, oh, yeah, we, we're trying to put out false stories about the harmfulness of our oil, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, Exxon comes out, never, we would never hold those positions. We care about the turtles. God. Um, although this week, Harvard, which has one of the biggest endowments in the country, divested from fossil fuels. It's a huge, right. like, victory. They have a something like a, a multi-billion dollar investment uh, endowment. Uh, essentially, they have a hedge fund attached to Harvard. That is their quote unquote endowment. But for the first time they ever, they said they're divesting from any fossil fuel investments, which, you know, they are the, they are gatekeepers. It Hopefully does send. That is spreading. Sign. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Uh, the world is kind of built around plastic. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm just looking at my like life right now, just my living room, you know, my breakfast, <laughs> like yeah. it was in plastic. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe one of, one of the solutions is to go back because I'm thinking like people had, people ate and they drank and they, you know, they had convenience foods, you know, hundreds of years ago, even. So what did they do? I mean, people didn't store foods, first of all, yeah. uh, in, you know, they stored them, but they stored them in glass. They did you know, pickling and things like that. And, and those glasses could be used for 50 years, you know, um, they, but they didn't buy like loaves of bread that, are, you know, that don't go bad in a month, <laughs> yeah. you know, like that can't be good. Well, um, also having bananas accessible every day of the year is insane. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's yeah, the whole, way. yeah. I mean, that's one of the huge problems right there. Yes, right. food traveling over long distances and and contributing to a carbon footprint and a, a bunch of other ills. But yeah, e eating locally, eating maybe just going to the market um, and buying for a week of food that will go bad if you don't use it in that time. Yeah. And not, you know, do we all need to, we need to go to Sam's Club and get like, 400 rolls of toilet paper and like, you know, a, a tw 20 pound, like pallet of bread. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I and I'll be doing that this afternoon. <laughs> my Saturday activity. I can't like, stand those places. They stress me oh, out. They're hideous, but no Saturday is complete without many rolls of Charmin. <laughs> so I'll be, I'll be Every driving Saturday over. It requires a refill. That's right. What's we go through a lot. You know, yeah. You're partying too much. You're it's true. Our idea of luxury is many, many, many Charmins in one sitting. Sorry, that's so <laughs> gross. We, 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 we always seem to come back to the toilet in this. Yeah, in this yeah, time. we do without fail. <laughs> Toilets and diddling. That's our, 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 our uh, go-to. Let's emerge from the, from the gutter and uh, get into our segments. Okay. Yeah. What are the cool kids up to? What music do they like? Where do they go at night? Are they watching sexy Netflix shows or anime or both? Cool, cool kids like really cool kids. We want to know what you're up to. Ah, oh, as if. Tim, I think you're first. Yeah, yeah, guys. Um, so <laughs> I am going to tell you about what the kids are up to. And I've really been thinking about them because I'm worried about them. Oh. Um, 
So the kids' mental health, it's not doing so great. Mm. The generation known as Gen Z is the most depressed generation according to the American Psychological Association Stress in America survey that was recently conducted. Um, They are the most likely to embrace therapy and mental health help, which is great, but they're also doing that because they're really fucking depressed. So there are a lot of theories and, and some of them have been more studied than others about why the hell they're so depressed. And of course, one of them is the internet. Um, We all love the internet. These kids grew up not knowing any world without the internet, unlike us, unlike even some of the older millennials. Um, And a big source of depression for these kids is uh, Facebook, according to one survey. This is a survey uh, done by the Singapore Nanyang Technology University. So obviously this is a universal problem. Um, The survey found that excessive use of Facebook definitely did trigger depression in a lot of their respondents. A lot of kids, Gen Zers report feeling inadequate, like their lifestyle, their body, their looks don't stack up and they're just scrolling, 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 whether it be Facebook or Instagram. And it's a classic case of compare and despair. And along with the advent and the popularity of these huge platforms, and, and by the way, uh, for instance, there are 1 billion active users on TikTok, which we know is the platform of Gen Z, not, you know, not so much Instagram and Facebook. 60% of those users are Gen, Gen Zers. That with the advent of these platforms being so huge, there, there are also all of these, all of these apps and filters that allow people to essentially put up just a completely falsified version of themselves. You can slim your face, you can make your eyes bigger, you can erase any hint of acne, you can whittle your waist, you can even do this in videos. So don't think that because you're seeing a video that that's real, because I'm sorry to tell you it's not. So even though kids, are the first adopters of a lot of this stuff, it doesn't seem to make a difference. They're scrolling and their brains just take this in as as truth. And it causes a lot of them to be really depressed. The research around this has been going on for a long time. And Facebook itself has been conducting studies about how it's photo sharing apps, including Facebook and Instagram are affecting its youngest users. And uh, repeatedly, their own researchers have found that Instagram is harmful for a sizable amount of them. Even though Mark Zuckerberg had been towing the party line and said in public, you know, uh, quite a lot that, that 
they didn't believe that Facebook had negative effects. Uh, recently, these news items have come out where it's basically like the jig is up. Their executives have known for a very long time that these photo sharing apps have a really negative effect on kids. He had said in March, 2021, the research that we've seen is that using social apps to connect with other people can have positive mental health benefits. Uh, that was according to CEO Mark Zuckerberg, but that's not entirely true. Some of the quotes and some of the research from their own findings are that we make body image issues worse for one in three teen girls. This is from a slide from a presentation from Facebook's own insiders um, summarizing the terrible effects that this scrolling has. Um, teens also blame Instagram for increases in the rate of anxiety and depression, said another slide. And this reaction was unprompted and consistent across all of the groups. And among teens, again, this is Facebook's own research. Um, among teens who reported suicidal thoughts, 13% of British users and 6% of American users trace the desire to kill themselves to Instagram. Wow. And you guys, this is, you know, it's kind of shocking when you, you hear those numbers. We all use social media. I think we all have an idea that, okay, yeah, it's not the greatest and that we're all to varying degrees experiencing some kind of addiction and we'll try and wean ourselves or not. And we've all experienced that, that compare and despair when looking at social media feeds, but it is much more acute for Gen Z. And I guess the question is, what do we do about it? Gen, Z Gen Zers have identified themselves that it's depressing them, but if you try and take it away, there, yeah. you know. I think, um, yeah, you're right. I think also, and I, I read that article or one very similar to it, is that teens are comparing themselves to influencers. And I think that's mm -hmm. another really toxic aspect yeah. of social media um, that has emerged because I can filter myself all I want, but when I go to high school, you're going to see what the hell I actually look like in real life. Mm -hmm. I'm not fooling yeah. any of my classmates, right? And my, my IRL friends. They might look at a photo and look, okay, you made yourself look really cool there, but we know it's a lie. And, and that, but I think when you're looking at all these people who are, you know, have hundreds of thousands of followers or whatever, that, that is truly where the real toxicity comes out because it's also linked to fame, right? So it's not just popularity and fame equates to whatever you're doing to, to be so amazing, whether it's traveling the world and taking pictures with your hand stretched out. Although I think that's a millennial thing, right? <laughs> Holding your yeah. boyfriend hand, whatever bullshit meme. Yeah. I saw a um, side note, a post that was just kind of making fun of those horribly set up shots. It's like, this is the shot we see. And then this is the rest of the shot. Like, hi, I'm just sitting, you know, eating this food, but like, 
if someone took a picture of you, it would just, it would be you holding up a camera, <laughs> pretending to eat food, like holding up a camera. You look yeah. dumb. Yeah. You know? But yeah, that's social media. I think that's interesting what you said, Camilo, because yeah, you go to school and people see how you look. I think a lot of this has been made worse during the pandemic. A lot mm-hmm. of kids didn't go to school. Right. All they could do, you know, they, they went to school online and probably scrolling through Facebook and, you know, doing their math homework at the same time was pretty easy to do. So I think maybe kids had a lot more time to just go down that rabbit hole of, of social media influencers and, and compare and despair and, and also the depression that came along with just being in the band pandemic and being isolated from their friends in the first yeah. place. There's just an element of doom scrolling. I mean, I can, I can only use myself as a test case and I'm a fully grown woman, you know, with like, guys, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a fully grown woman. Um, and I can tell you. <laughs> kind that of. I've, How tall are you? Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, um, no one will ever know. <laughs> Um, let's just say, uh, remember when you'd cast me at little Bo Peep in your like Versailles? <laughs> well, that casting might have been really on point, but let's leave it at that. Um, but you know, I mean, I've, I, I've definitely had experiences online where I feel complete despair because yeah. you're just, it's like being told all the time. I said, it's like being in a pot with all the other frogs telling you how hot the water is as you all get boiled alive. And you're like, I know it's fucking hot. <laughs> and right. um, I can only imagine for forming teen brains, that's, you know, tenfold. Um, I don't know how you fix it. I think part of what they, they've, they've built in an addictive element to these platforms. They want, you know, it completely operates on an engagement basis. So they have built addiction into the thing itself. Uh, I don't know. I mean, at some point decisions will have to be made. Maybe there needs to be like an absolute enforced age limit where, but I don't know how you do that with the internet. I mean, so much of it's gonna come down to, to social structure. I do think it's very telling that a lot of these executives will fully admit they do not let their own children on these devices that they yep. are profiting from. And I think that's really sickening. It well, makes me wonder- It's almost like they're, they're the, uh, the tobacco industry yeah. Of, yeah. of the 21st century, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. the tobacco industry is also, but the tobacco industry can't, can't sell their stuff to kids on, on online, et cetera. Right. Like they, they used to do back in the day. Yeah. It was free reign. And that's kind of what it feels like right now for social media yeah. we know the stuff we've we've identified the harmful effects and yet our target consumer that makes us money that is harmed the most yeah is, uh, is the one buying so yeah. we're going to keep selling it absolutely absolutely unless until you have like until you have a government that really serves the public interest, you're just going to get more of this, unfortunately. Like the Chinese and government? <laughs> that- look, I mean, look, I'm no, I'm no fan, but there are certain things that they're doing that I'm like, they are serving their public. You know, it's fucked up. They're also surveilling them and good God, you disagree with them. Like you are disappeared and so is the rest of your family. I know. But yeah. It's tricky. It's really, really tricky. And like you, you guys both said, taking it away just seems to make the kids want it more. Yeah. No. That this is yeah. why Facebook will 
be rolling out Facebook for kids. No. Face, face tots. Face tots. That's, That's how they'll get the, the 18 month to three year old uh, crowd. God, that is terrible. I made that up, by the way, I think. God, no, they are please. doing Facebook for kids. They are planning well, on it's doing not called that. face tots, but they are doing <laughs> Facebook for kids. That's yeah. that's quick, horrifying. Wait, Kim, hurry up, register that name. <laughs> right. We're, we're gonna be the ones launching. Ding, TM. Yeah. What what will the comments be? You took my blankie. <laughs> oh my, it was my blankie. <laughs> Can you imagine like blankie influencers? <laughs> yeah. I really like this kind of velvety blankie because it feels very soft against my skin. Maybe they'll just comment in pictures because I yeah. feel like the vocabulary is not really like the, the, the picture there will be icons like there will be like blankies or pooped my diaper or <laughs> yeah. nap time or I'm throwing a tantrum some, like some pictorial representation of that. Yeah. My party training for today. I mean, God, it's so horrifying. <laughs> a TikTok dance routine to potty training. Oh, God, and, I'm sure it's coming. And then, you yeah. guys, we're going to have to come yeah. on here and talk about depressed toddlers. And yeah, exactly. then, I mean, it's all over. Yeah. God, let's start over again. Maybe we'll just have AI babies and that'll be it. So, Camila will be happy. Oh, yeah, especially if they're trained to behave in public. God, when will somebody teach those toddlers to stop screaming on airplanes and in restaurants? Yeah, yeah with a robot baby, it'll just be yeah. power down. Power down. <laughs> Instead of hearing like a full-throated screaming, you just hear like this, you turn it down to level one. It's just like, yeah. French fries. <laughs> Oh, this is making me so sad. I know. It's so depressing. (laughs) Totally. Well, Well, you you guys, I mean, dear listeners out there, if you can think of a solution to all of these depressed Gen Zers, just doom scrolling and and some depressed (laughs) other generations doom scrolling from time to time, let us know. Yeah. Um, But Yeah. And if you're Xi Jinping, come on the pod. (laughs) I just want to be pretty. Give me your potions, give me your serums, even your unwinds. But that perfect workout, baby, oh no, I can't. I just want to be pretty. So my segment on health and beauty is also going to focus on Gen Z. Are we ready? Yeah, I want I want only the olds. What's happening here? It's turning into the Gen Z podcast. It really is, actually. Uh, But we may want want to try some of these techniques. Okay. So I was looking into um, health and beauty trends promoted by TikTok influencers because I think this is a subject that affects us all, and maybe some somebody on TikTok will come up with the next health miracle cure for something or other, right? Mm-hmm. Could be. So here are some uh, possible treatments for you to try out, listener at home or Kim or Jim. Okay. Putting garlic, putting garlic in your nose. Mm. Mm. Several TikTokers have been claiming that sticking a clove of garlic inside your nostrils can clear your sinuses and get rid of a stuffy nose. 
Now I'm feeling a little bit stuffy right now and I do have garlic and I was tempted to go down to the kitchen and do this live for the two of you. But that's okay. I'm, I think I think you can leave it to our imagination. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to put your partner Jim through that. So you just put a clove up your nose? Yep. By the way, this is from what I'm going to call our grandparents' U.S. News and World Report. Putting a fresh garlic clove in your nose isn't safe and can actually have adverse effects. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Shocking revelation, right? This is because garlic contains natural oils that can irritate the skin around the nose. In addition, you can get the garlic lodged in your nostril. <laughs> oh. Which can lead to a nasal obstruction. So just get it up in there, okay? It doesn't really work unless you get it up into your sinus cavities. Is that what they're advising on TikTok, that you need to get it like way up there? Well, it seems like the logical conclusion, right? I mean, right. have it kind of sticking out. It's just going to look funny. There's nothing logical seeming about that. No. What I'm, I'm going to have to counter. Away, no? What I'm taking away is you push it up as far as possible, and then you squeeze so that all the nice essential oils come out. Good God. Can you imagine? If they're not dripping down the back of your throat, Ew. not working. Delicious garlic. Have some have some toasted bread with it at the same time. I am you're you're ruining a lot of things for me right now. <laughs> I have garlic with like everything. Um, you know, I probably do smell like garlic a lot, but to like intentionally shove it up your nose and sinus cavity it seems like a recipe for disaster what if it gets logged up there and rots and you uh, just smell like rotting garlic forever what if it's a recipe for deliciousness though it gives you like permanent garlic taste mm. yeah but how would you eat sweets It'd be like chocolate garlic garlic <laughs> chocolate i hesitate to bring this up but it does seem relevant I read, I was reading an article about natural remedies for yeast infections. And one of them was a garlic clove shoved up your, you know where. Mm. Because it supposedly has antibacterial properties. So up your butt. But no, up your butt. Is that where you get your yeast infections? Then by all means. <laughs> is that not normal? Oh my God. I've never listened to it. It's very abnormal for me. It's a really good gluteal exercise. You put a whole garlic in there and then you squeeze until you. Ew, this is so gross. Can't we just get to cranberry juice? (laughs) All right. Next next, uh, next trend. Some TikTok users uh, are applying sunscreen to some parts of their face and letting other parts burn or tan. This is meant to create a contour effect. But it can lead to skin damage. Yes. So I assume what you're trying to do is be a little bit darker here on the sides of your face. Is that, would that be, I'm trying to understand. It's like, well, as, as a makeup art artist, part-time yeah. former, you want to, you want to bronze where the sun hits like the highest parts of your face and then you contour where you want to like thin out places so the hollows of your cheek and, you know, depending on like if you're a drag queen, you're contouring every freaking angle of your face. Uh, but yeah, that sounds really dumb. R- 
Jen actually mentioned this, I believe in one of yeah. her health and beauty segments briefly mm-hmm. as something that's dangerous Yes, and the dermatologist recommended against. <laughs> what about natural masks made with lemons or limes? Putting them on, Oof. putting on citrus fruit onto the skin and then going out into the sun. No. Well, like sun in for your skin. Do you guys remember sun in? Yes. You spray this stuff on your hair. I remember this. This was not just a little white girl thing. I actually tried it and it does lighten your hair, but it's just, it's just pure like hydrogen peroxide, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I do remember that. But, but yeah, the natural way is, is lemons apparently. Yeah. So what do you is guys it, what is- remember Jean Nate? <laughs> do you remember yes. that after bath splash? Yes. No, that seemed like that? the height of glamour to me as a kid. What was yeah. I remember like a leg, like it was just like uh-huh. a leg and she, she was like, Jean Nate. and yeah, yes. it was, it was, it was alluring. I was like, I've got to get some Jean Nate. I'll be a woman. Yeah. What, my sister it had do? it nothing it was just like pure marketing it was supposedly like uh it made you smell fresh but it was just like alcohol rubbing alcohol and like uh, like a vague sort of cheap perfume smell very cheap perfume smell yeah mm-hmm. yeah but it was very popular for like a period and i'm sure yeah. there was no actual jean Nate. it was probably like edna wilmington or something yeah, of course. I never thought of it like that. It's yes, Jean Nate. It's, <laughs> it's like the creator of this, this fragrance. Yeah, it's like some um, made in a laboratory for, for like French person name kind of. Yeah. It's like the way that there's no, um, what's that ice cream with the German name? Hagen Das. I was going to say that I sucked that thought right from your brain. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, oh my yeah, god Hagen-Dazs is a fake sort of scandinavian sounding name totally made up totally american it's so something we would do isn't it okay so i haven't persuaded you with any of these trends yet are you happy not yet are you happy with the shape of your teeth no, no. Uh, some people on tiktok are promoting using nail files to shape their teeth Good oh god. my god one woman posted a video of herself doing exactly this I'm going to file my teeth down with a nail file because they're ah. perfect. She said in the video, I have some ridges and we're balling on a budget. That is what? so sad. It's like idiocracy. The movie has come to life. Totally. Right? Totally. On the new American Horror Story, people are becoming kind of uh, artificial vampires through the substance, but they don't have the teeth. So uh-huh. they're... So they're going into uh, Billy Lords. She plays a tattoo artist who also files down their teeth. Oh God, sharp. But the issue of the lost enamel isn't really addressed, and they're going to have some serious dental problems down the road, which is what <laughs> these people are going to experience, because you're basically removing all of your dental protection, the cover of enamel that protects what's underneath. Yeah, it's not a good idea to touch your teeth. Like, do not touch your teeth. Do not file your teeth. Do not like fuck with your teeth. I feel like yeah. teeth, it's such a huge thing as you get older, like gums. I, I'm long overdue They're expensive. For, it's Losing so expensive. Teeth, I remember I had this, remember Razor scooters, you guys? 
I have this like kind of hipster boyfriend and he like gave me one (laughs) and you know we were up in upper Manhattan and I'm on one of those huge hills near Columbia University and I saw not only did I see my life flash before me I literally saw a scene where I had busted my head and all of my teeth were Uh. just laying out beside my face and I was like nope not again no more I'm not going to get on that thing ever again yeah never did because of you the know. teeth and now they're 100 you know that do you have, have those been banned in New York the uh, birds they're all over Kansas City oh the motorized ones uh yeah I don't know I'm kind of out of I touch don't... with the city I and don't know if they're there in the city a massive class action lawsuit waiting to happen it's incredible that it hasn't happened yet. They seem a bit dangerous. Because you'll see yeah. revelers just speeding down. Yeah, birdie, birders. Downtown Kansas City, because there's no, certainly no way for it to manage, you know, what how much you've imbibed. They should come with a breathalyzer on them or something. They, they really should. It's like, oh, once we're not talking about cars anymore, let's just get drunk and, and operate other kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't drink and bike. You shouldn't yeah. drink and get on a motorcycle, obviously. Get on a scooter, get on anything that can go fast and harm yourself. Or, or operate else. heavy machinery. Mm-hmm. Or operate any machinery. Correct. Well, I always felt like biking in the city was uh, ama- like fun. I did it a couple of times, like, you know, rode a bike and, but always it is really dangerous. Just New yeah. York city with the cars and the, the car doors. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. It, it's scary. I've done it a few times too. And it's, it is really fun, but like it, oh, it just takes one time. You hit a car go- door, you go flying into a, intersection and get hit by a city bus like I've heard stories like that and also seen some things with unfortunately with bike riders in the city but we digress anyway yeah more TikTok I'm looking to become like uh, a beauty guru on TikTok (laughs) oh I was trying to think what around the house I have that I could do and I'm thinking maybe something with rubber bands like can I smooth out my wrinkles with rubber bands oh like at home uh, facelift yeah exactly yeah like marlena dietrich used to do and she used to take uh this face tape put it here and here pull it back and then put her wig on everything was pulled back um with this invisible tape and then like covered with a wig so maybe you could do some version of that camilo Mm -hmm. with scotch tape or whatever like maybe i can throw some gorilla glue in there we know gorilla glue gets all the action media Oh, the Wonderful. Um, you know, Marlena Dietrich refused to be photographed. Like, I once saw, an, a, it was a documentary about her and it was just her voice and the camera was pointed at the wall because she refused to be filmed as an old lady. Wow. Let's not get me. to that point, you guys. I know, it's sad, right? It is. I can't wait for the grandparents are just taking selfies of themselves with all kinds of filters on them. That's going to be perverse to look at. Cat grandma. <laughs> Cat grandma. Cat grandma is kind of tolerable, but you know. Like grandma Kardashian face? Yes. <laughs> or grandpa Kardashian. I don't know. What would good grandpa version of it be? I don't know. The male influencers, really. Male influencers. Ooh. Portmanteau. 
Yeah. Yeah. You coined something there. Mm-hmm. Good job. Somebody talked about there's midfluencers, which are middle-aged influencers. Oh, that's what we are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh-huh. Living our best life. <laughs> One skincare I've treatment. I've seen it on our socials. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Seen, exactly. Oh my God. That's so true. Any peek behind the curtain though. Have you ever thought about the fact that someone could be looking at your Facebook or Instagram feed enviously? You never thought about that, right? Wow. No, Possibly. I haven't really. This That's is interesting. You know, I, I Everything's know. relative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I know that it's happened to me and, you know, it's easy to create an illusion, but, um, yeah. but I have anxiety, everybody, and depression. So everybody does. Who doesn't? Have you met somebody who doesn't have anxiety or depression? I mean, I'm being serious. I, I feel like I have. You've met somebody who's like, yeah, I have no anxiety. Well, that's not. Are they alive that or are they a dead? Blank question I ask people. You're like, how anxious are you? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Hi, I'm Camilo. Camilo. How's your anxiety? <laughs> is this the new? Is this the new? Oh, you live in New York? What neighborhood? Right. How much rent do you pay? Yeah. Yeah. What meds are you on? Yeah. Hi, I'm Jen. What meds are you on? <laughs> so um, it's your turn to tell us about the future. In 30 years, stuff, stuff will be different. Will be different. How, different? How different? We don't know. We don't know. But we'll speculate, we'll speculate for the show. show. Come along for the ride. Ooh, well, I've been wanting to do this segment for a while. Okay, so years ago, when I actually read the New Yorkers that uh, were delivered to me, I read an article about doomsday prep for the super rich. Mm-hmm. And then this was in 2017, so way pre-pandemic. And here's the lead. Some of the wealthiest people in America in Silicon Valley, New York, and beyond are getting ready for the crack up of civilization. So the article goes on to talk about all of these various like tech uh, executives and like genuine elites, I know we love that word, um, all preparing for the apocalypse, the crack up of Silicon Valley. Um, Here, I'll just read one paragraph. Last spring, as the presidential campaign exposed increasingly toxic divisions in America, Antonio Garcia Martinez, a 40-year-old former Facebook product manager living in SF, bought five wooded acres on an island in the Pacific Northwest and brought in generators, solar panels, and thousands of rounds of ammunition. Quote, when society loses a healthy founding myth, it descends into chaos, he told me. He also, the author of Chaos Monkeys, he wrote this book, an acerbic Silicon Valley memoir, Garcia Martinez wanted a refuge that would be far from cities, but not entirely isolated. All these dudes think that one guy alone could somehow withstand the roving mob, he said. No, you're going to need to form a local militia. You just need so many things to actually ride out the apocalypse. Once he started telling peers in the Bay Area about his little island project, they came out of the woodwork to describe their own preparations. He said, I think people who are particularly attuned to the levers by which society actually works understand that we are skating on really thin cultural ice right now. The article goes on to describe like all these various uh, wealthy people who are planning for 
you know, the decay and eruption and apocalypse of society, including Peter Thiel, who bought citizenship to New Zealand is a particularly like attractive destination point for these guys, because it's virtually interesting to note about New Zealand. It's like virtually impossible to immigrate there if you are not a billionaire. Hmm. Like, um, I believe the to simply apply for citizenship, it's $50,000. So Peter Thiel, like, got New, New Zealand citizenship after spending, you know, like half a million dollars or something. And then they can plot, like buy a plot of land in Middle Earth, I guess, to, to what's that? In Hobbiton. In Hobbiton, yeah. yeah. Right Middle in Earth. the Hobbits. And Gandalf, right. While the rest <laughs> of us, you know, uh, suffer under the eye of Mordor that they've partially created. There's a really interesting, one tech executive in this article was like, you know, instead of talking about how you're going to escape society um, and all of the problems, why don't you like actually volunteer at your local homeless shelter and do something to maybe help, you know, repair some of the cracks. And I thought that was a really good point. And, so, and I had, I had read this actually on, Twitter is truly my social media, like kryptonite. I really have an adversarial relationship with it, but I really find a lot of it super interesting because there are so many smart people in there. But somebody put, and I, I want to hear what you guys think about this. And I thought it was a really interesting point in thinking about this article and the future. Declinism is a choice. You can, you can choose to decline. Like you, those are policy choices because you basically, in a way, by wholly embracing like it's all so fucked up like it's just gonna crack up it lets the elite people who are supposed to be stewarding your society off the hook because it says things are just too fucked up there are no solutions and I thought that was a really good point I was like I'd never thought of it that way I thought that was really interesting. Like you can choose to believe that there are no solutions. The things are just endemically fucked up and we can't fix them. And it sort of lets the leaders of your society completely off the hook. What do you guys think? It also makes you elect people like that. Right. People who don't have any solutions. Yeah, they don't have any solutions. And they, and they just yeah. revert to culture war shit. Yeah. So I thought that was a really good point. Another thing, okay, the funniest part of this article is that in Kansas, there are luxury <laughs> luxury condo silos, basically underground bunkers that you can buy that are like luxury, like a Williamsburg luxury building. It's like, you know, a super fancy pool, um, like hardwood floors and like super luxurious showers. And they basically take, taken like the gated community aspect of these luxury buildings and they've made like in an put them in an underground like it's actually in can somewhere in kansas um of course it is exposed my, my oh yeah is that where you're living camilo you're you're like is that your escape plan to go to this like luxury silo camilo went to a timeshare presentation last week <laughs> in a bunker and little did he know yeah so he thought he was gonna get a condo in florida you know this doesn't surprise me. bunker in kansas yes. city who wants who wants to be somewhere that's going to be underwater you can't bunker in florida at all the water table is is right. um, yeah like, yeah, is yeah. Below the ground so it would be so expensive i mean i guess if you were mega rich yeah you could keep the water at bay but it's it's, it's funny to think that all these rich people are moving down there to one of the most risky locations on the globe. yeah but 
Kansas actually makes sense because all of the strategic kind of missiles in the, the nuclear missiles in the 50s and 60s were all located around here. So there are like dozens, if not hundreds of abandoned um, nuclear missile not storage, but places where you would fallout shelter. I don't know. No, no, no. Like places where they were stored and you would shoot the missiles from. Oh, oh, like silos. Yeah, yeah I guess that's what they are, silos. And now that they've been moved to like the fringes, some other places in the country, like I think North Dakota is some ideal or something because it can get to Russia the fastest and to China the fastest. This abandoned, undeveloped real estate that the US government is probably selling at a tidy profit to these billionaires. Sure, oh, your, build your luxury bunker under here. I just want to tell you what the name of the place is. It's called the Survival Condo Project. Oh, God. I mean, which is just perfect. That's like, not very good marketing. They need to bring me in, marketing team. I would like to go on a tour of one of them. Yeah. I think it would be hilarious. Like, can you imagine just selling luxury that's totally, like, encapsulated in this language about the fucking end of the world you're like you really want this um uh pilates room while you know the earth is burning because of a nuclear war i mean it's peloton and you're watching on street you're you're on a peloton but you're like in this scenario where you're like escaping the hungry mobs on your peloton the zombie apocalypse on the screen like if you don't bike fast enough the hungry mobs will get to you and tear you to shreds well i'm interested to know jenny is there any other criteria besides money because you're going to be in this bunker condo with other people right yeah so Mm -hmm. is there like a underground condo bunker board that you need to be a part of and uh, you know what are the rules and what if you have a problem with your neighbor like what the hell are you gonna do like you can't move no billionaires billionaires for never having problems with their neighbors i love the idea that the world has been incinerated and all of these wealthy people are arguing with each other uh, uh, at the like survival condo board about like various bullshit you know (laughs) grievances that they have with each other meanwhile outside everyone is being radiated (laughs) that's about right right it's like perfect anyway i mean they do make the point that like it used to be after the cold you know during the cold war everyone was super paranoid about nuclear war and people had underground bunkers and like that these things come and go like they're not like this sort of um i guess panic or fear about apocalypse is like it's it's like trendy not trendy but you know it changes with the time yeah, exactly. You think we're going and to get the cribs, the cribs tour of this place? That would be amazing. <laughs> By the way, to make it like properly TV worthy, we, one of the suites needs to be reserved for TikTok influencers sleeping on bunk beds. Yeah. And mm-hmm. living in the one suite, driving the billionaires insane with their antics. I do have a question, though. This is something I've often thought when I've watched those movies about the apocalypse or like zombie shit, you know, Day of the Dead or or whatever, uh, The Walking Dead. If the world ended, if you were in an apocalypse, I'm continually amazed that people want to live. Uh, that, like, I, I was right? going to say the same thing, Jenny. Like, why are we struggling to survive? This sounds like a horrible existence. Right? And and also, I think more than that, I don't think it's likely you will survive. 
bunker or not, just like in the 50s, people, you know, ever so often you see if you're in the United States and some old building and in my building in New York, there's actually a sign that I'm sure is from the 50s that with the radiation signal that says fallout shelter, people actually thought going into a basement was going to like prevent them from being completely incinerated by a hydrogen hydrogen bomb. It's just, you know, not gonna work. Well, and probably these underground bunker condo boards are not going to survive either so it seems like a, a wouldn't a it just pro- yeah doesn't wouldn't it just prolong your agony at that point like if there was a nuclear bomb that exploded in the united states and you were in your luxury underground condo while like i said like everybody else is being radiated to death wouldn't you eventually be radiated to death and then you come out of the bunker and it's like a you know just a, a burnt up crisp of a world you got to bring in some staff that you send out into the world in, you know, anti-radiation suits and they like go to Kroger for you once a week. Yeah, <laughs> Kroger. Oh, It'll be Grubhub, the, the <laughs> apocalypse version. Yeah. <laughs> Just these poor humans that we send out there <laughs> who are growing second heads because <laughs> they've been exposed to all of this horrible radiation, but I mean, convenience is king, you know? Yeah, there's definitely a very dark television show in this. Yeah, yeah I think like, so. It's, Copyright, it's, trademark. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. We're doing this. this. It's called Doomsday Condo, yeah. and we, we, we own the intellectual property. Thanks very much. Um, the Doomsday Condo board. I mean, it's just, it, there's something that's so darkly absurd about it all. But again, I maintain the question, if the entire world is burnt to a crisp and you survive, why would you want to? Yeah, I just don't get it. I'm to so, win? I'm so behind on so many video games at this point that it would give me time to at least catch up on those. New release. There you go. Oh yeah, you feel like, okay, at least I'll have an eternity to live online and be really depressed. <laughs> So anyway, that was my that was my future segment. Um, once again, kind of like bringing it full circle since Kim started with, you know, the truth about social media. Let's end it with the truth about the people making all of those things, secretly having conversations about how it's destroying the world and they need to buy property in New Zealand. <laughs> it's it's fascinating and disturbing, Jim. Also, I just find it ridiculous. We're probably all going to be vaporized when it comes down to it. So yeah, might as well spend your money on something you can use now. Yeah. Also, some of these people have more money than they can spend in literally lifetimes. Yeah, sure. Unless they get that vampire. Oh, yeah. I'm sure (laughs) that Jeff Bezos is working on like a vampire blood project where he's like, I'm going to be around for thousands of years (laughs) and I'll spend it all. Well, if you uh, if you want to see how what that looks like, a few seasons. Speaking of American Horror Story again, a few seasons ago was the Rich People Bunker uh, season with vampires in it. Oh, what? really? Damn, there goes yeah, our show. God. No, I but are the Doomsday Condo board? Evolved. It's a complete ridiculousness of what happens with their seasons that by halfway don't make any sense anymore. 
ours so, would be a sort of a funny social comedy, not like a vampire, you know, Ryan Murphy special. I know, right? These are all fun, supposed to be funny social comedies. Oh, okay. They're not scary there you go. in shape or form, except for maybe the first season and the second. Well, we've reached our uh, self-imposed end of the podcast. We did very well today. And it felt full of material. Yeah. Defo. As always, highly educational. I forgot to say that last time, and I, I feel <laughs> it bears repeating every time. Um, informative. Mm-hmm. No need to get a graduate degree if you listen to this podcast. Fuck universities. Fuck elite right. universities. Good job. No one's doing that. that anymore. Just listen to our podcast. Yeah. This is how you learn this yeah. TikTok. And you don't even have to look at TikTok because we bring you the best advice from TikTok directly through this podcast. And we won't make you suicidal. There's that. Never. Yeah. Or shove garlic up your nose. Yeah. To be honest. But if you do, tell us about it. <laughs> please do tell us about <laughs> please. it. Please. Or any other, I guess, food item that you're using to clear your sinuses. Mm-hmm. Can I say something? I hate sticking anything up my nose. It's why I had no interest in cocaine. Not even your right. finger? Well, can I answer that off the pod? <laughs> <laughs> well, no this, this era of COVID ha- has to have been difficult for you, Jenny. Oh, with all God. Things getting shoved up there. I didn't, can't say I liked it. So for more health tips, come back every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know where to find us uh we're online at halfway there the podcast on facebook and instagram currently and we have our patreon what's that jenny go ahead and tell them i was gonna say it's where you can support us right that's yeah. right but kim you elaborate you can support us at different levels you get perks for different levels and you can contribute monthly to making our podcast even more informative, mm. even better sounding, and just allowing us to bring you the best content every week. So take a look at our show notes on any of our platforms. You'll see our Patreon link and get involved. Yes, get involved. Yes, definitely. Watch get involved. The- <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> Watch the YouTubes and get involved. Um, <laughs> Lastly, leave us a review, please. Five yes. stars only. Mm-hmm. Actually, not please. You must. If right? you want to get in the condo survival <laughs> luxury board, I don't know. Yeah, listen, we're all uh, chairpersons <laughs> of the condo, the luxury doomsday bunker condo board, and we're not letting you in unless you have been a pretty substantial supporter of our podcast just letting you know if you want to survive the end times you might want to check out kansas Kansas is just a few minutes away from me i've got the keys to the condo right here (laughs) and you're not getting your own set or i'm not letting you in we're dead bolting you out unless you leave five stars and a great review right yeah, and we have an amazing pool table there. And uh, you know how those luxury buildings in Williamsburg all have the same shit? It's like antler ears on the yes. wall. Yes, it's like a table. store they all shop at. Uh-huh. It's like, I always joked it was like a, an old person's version of what they thought a young person would like, <laughs> like the wine room. So anyway, you can't join us there unless you leave us five stars. That's our spiel. This has been great. Yep, keep it perky. Keep it perky.
We're keeping it perky. Yeah, even in the end times. That's right. Perky to the end. Because if you want to run away from the hordes, everything better be pretty perky on you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love ya. Bye. Bye. This has been Halfway There, but it's also the end. The end of this episode of Halfway There. You get it.